at law school, corporate clerkship recruitment is considered to be especially demanding. Some of the dedicated lawyers who have survived this vicious process are part of an elite squad known as Allens. These are their stories. This episode, we're joined by two of our new summer clerks, Xander Jackman and Georgia Kilborn, to give us some insights into their path to the firm. This is your guide to a life in corporate law. I'm Rosanna Bricknell, joining my co-host, Geneva Secular, and this is Alan's Alan's Confidential. Confidential. Georgia and Xander, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourselves, introduce yourselves, tell us a bit about how you came to be in this delightful, slightly underground recording studio? Yeah, well, (laughs) thank you for having us. Um, So I'm Georgie. I'm a very new face here, as you've said. I'm from Melbourne originally. Um, yeah, not not um, very interesting in terms of your other guests, I'd say. Just a student, um, still studying, doing my postgrad, Juris Doctor at Melbourne, and here for the summer. Very excited to be here. Welcome. What about you, Xander? A little bit less of a fresh face. Yeah, no. Um, I've been around the traps for two years uh, as a paralegal. I was actually thinking, reflecting this morning on how I'm still here. I was, <laughs> there was one, one story um, just as I started as a paralegal and it was just as uh, we were getting rid of our um, library at the time and we were donating quite a few books to another law firm, which, of course, required a phalanx of paralegals to go and <laughs> uh, deliver eight full heavy trolley loads um, down the road. And... Uh, um, there was a paralegal at the time by the name of Kat who's still here. She's a grad, so she didn't lose her job over it um, <laughs> and neither did I, obviously. Um, but she, uh, we were crossing the road with trolleys and there are obviously varying degrees of, of trolleys that you can get, some heavy-duty off-road ones and other sort of more lightweight uh, cruisers. And unfortunately <laughs> she was stitched up with the more lightweight one and it got caught on the side of the road. And I, uh, of course, I just crossed the road, so I went back to help her and lifted up on on top of the curb. Uh, and I forgot that uh, we were on top of a hill, <gasps> and my trolley with a <laughs> dicky right wheel just started to veer down the hill and onto uh, careering traffic on Hunter Street. Uh, but fortunately, it went straight into a telegraph pole. Um, no books were harmed in the <laughs> making and of that story. And if it wasn't for that poll, you might not be here. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fielding quite a large bill for a van or something. For what it it's worth, I don't think you're alone. I'm pretty sure every paralegal has a story like that. Yeah. Um, before we get too deep into the chat, we have to ask you both, what is your favourite podcast? Well, I'll be very honest. I'm probably not a regular listener of podcasts. I do listen to a lot of music, but I... Well, I did listen to the Allens Confidential podcast, of course, but that was probably a little bit superstitious of me in the lead up to the recruitment process. You know, you never know if it's going to be linked or anything. (laughs) You're exactly the target market, so Uh, we're currently um, quietly stoked. (laughs) So what's in your heavy rotation on Spotify? Oh, Spotify, anything upbeat. I love to go to the gym, so it's a little bit of techno probably, a little bit of house, um, anything that gets me moving after work. So Great. Yep. Um, and then other than that, I listen to a little bit of coffee break French to improve my increasingly rusty French language skills. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Xander? Um, I used to be an addict of true crime. What do you mean um, used to? Well, it's, it's Geneva's it, favourite. This favorite. comes up every episode, I swear. Yeah. yeah. Just every day. Criminal <laughs> law or? Yeah. Um, no, it's just the, there's never a conclusion. 
What do you mean? You listen just, to like cold case files or something. I, well, I'm just feeling sorry for Adnan Saeed, who's probably still locked up and he hasn't he hasn't found justice yet. Didn't they reopen the trial out of that podcast? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I went back and listened to them, but I don't think they succeeded. Oh, it was a very. It was on a very. It was, I think it was like the fifth appeal point oh, okay. or something. Still, but sometimes there's stories where it's like, oh, there was a bad person, they did something bad, and then they got in trouble for it, and now they are in trouble for it. And you're like, oh, good. This is worth the way it should. <laughs> that also sounds a bit like why you became a lawyer. <laughs> Justice system. Um, okay. I think you should give True Crime another go, but we'll talk about that later. And maybe you need like a commercial law podcast and maybe this one's the one for you. Well, I think I think I've found it. <laughs> You're on it. Like you said, like you said while we were preparing for it, your big break. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'd love to hear from both of you about your experience in getting to be at Allen's. So your actual big break. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like you're applying more and more pressure. <laughs> so I guess we'd love to know, you know, what what was it about Allen's that meant that you chose to come here and how did you get to being here? I know Georgie, you're from Melbourne, so that's yeah. A f- actually physically big journey to get here. Yeah. So we'd love to hear more about that. Sure. Um, well, I guess coming from Melbourne, as you said, I had to be a little bit selective in terms of t- just deciding which firms I would apply to. So for me, Allen's always stood out, I guess, from the reputations one you hear about while you're at university. And I think probably from the very get-go that I started at law school, I always wanted to come to Allen's. It was always a bit of a dream. Um, you hear about your professors that you look up to, they always seem to have commenced their career at Allen's. Um, So in that sense, you hear about the training and it's just a place you really want to come to and all your peers equally want to be there. Um, And then earlier this year, I went, I attended the Allen's Linklater's Roadshow and that sort of reinforced my desire to come here. Um, I heard a lot about Allen's unique position in the Australian legal market and how it's a, obviously a preeminent law firm, but having that amazing global alliance with Linklaters was something that stood out to me. I've had a little bit of an international upbringing, so I guess obviously the move to Sydney was one that, I mean, I want to be here for a while, but knowing that later down the track there's potential opportunities to go on secondment um, and even potentially later on to move overseas with that, so... That was pretty unique. Um, yeah, that's perhaps what drove me to come to here, to Sydney in particular. I mean, that's probably more of a personal thing, just wanting a bit of a move. I've always moved around a lot and, um, I mean, ordinarily I'd say the weather, but today's not really proving itself. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is, it is better than Melbourne though. <laughs> On average. We promise. Yeah. No, can't say that. Um well, from my perspective, as I mentioned, I've, I've already been here for, for two years and that initial shift into Allen's was as simple as meeting someone at, at a networking, mm. I guess a reunion dinner who was working here and um, I just got on really well with him and I mentioned that I was studying law and uh, and so he said, well, you know, when you're thinking about starting a career and, and um, you know, applying what you're learning at mm. uni, then, then definitely consider Allen's. Um, and so I put my hat in the ring for a paralegal gig and, and it paid off and I've loved it ever since. Um, obviously, um, midway through the year with the clerkship applications that I guess um, posed another stage in, in career progression and um, I certainly wasn't resting on my laurels and that 
all the paralegals naturally have to go through the same processes mm. as non-paralegals um, in applying for clerkships. And so, um, but I, I, just going through that process really confirmed to me what I loved about Allen's in that I applied to other firms and had really positive experiences going through the process there as well. Um, but just the fact that the fact that I'd loved my time at Allen's so much and, and everyone I'd encountered was striving, striving for excellence, but doing so in, in an understated way. Mm. Um, I think that really appealed to me. And there are some firms that um, uh, like to get, I guess, high and mighty about their, their culture and why <laughs> their people are, are better than people at other firms. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm sure we'd be able to defend ourselves if anything. <laughs> it just wouldn't make it's it through post-production. Yeah. <laughs> um, Whereas, whereas Alan's, it, it doesn't necessarily lambast any of that. Mm. I think there's no, there's not, there's no carry on about what we're about here because I think everyone's just quietly confident that what we do here is is really worthwhile, and the people that make up this place often stick around for quite a long time because it's just a great working environment. Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel good about my choice. All yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going through like my, my job very much. <laughs> I was going through my emails, trying to just my normal personal email account, trying to find something from um, when I clerked, and I found this email from P and D sort of a few years ago, and I was like, oh yeah, I applied for a paralegal position at Allen's, but I was not successful. <laughs> so I'm glad that didn't deter me, and that I ended up here in the end. But it's it's nice to know that there are different channels to uh, ending up at Allen's, and there's sort of not only one yeah. path that you can follow. Sometimes people do just fall through the cracks. <laughs> I crept through like a spider, <laughs> <laughs> saw the cracks straight through. <laughs> I guess I'd love to know a bit more as well about uh, your actual experience with the clerkship process, so mm. how you found it. And was there anything that surprised you about going through, and not necessarily just with Allen's, but you know, also about Alan's, but sort of more broadly, you know, how did you find that process? Mm. I had I had a couple of surprises, I guess, um, some specific to Alan's as well. In that sense, I think you've discussed previously on other podcasts maybe a little bit about the preconception of Alan's being a conservative law firm. Um, and I guess I had maybe thought something along those lines until I began the clerkship process and – from the get-go, from the first cocktail event, I was pleasantly surprised how friendly and approachable everyone was, quite down to earth and eager to talk on a number of different topics, um, but equally about themselves and just their willingness to answer any of your questions came by. A, it was a big surprise for me. Um, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, another surprise was actually how much I did enjoy the clerkship process and in particular with Alan's, I'm not just saying that because I am here. It was just the communication from the beginning was amazing, um, even from HR, just wanting to answer any questions um, and just reaching out to you constantly and letting you know you know, what the process is up to because it is quite a lengthy process and not ever having gone through it before, a lot of clerks are at a loss at where we are. Um, is it first round interviews? Have I got through the second stage? And just knowing a bit more about the deadlines and, yeah, having my questions answered was really great and made it even more enjoyable. Um, and then the enjoyment also came from just being able to talk to a lot of lawyers and hear about their individual trajectories and 
I guess I've done a lot of mentoring programs before and I've always really enjoyed talking to people and it was just another opportunity to talk to people while still doing a bit of uni on the side. But yeah, that's probably my two biggest takeaways. I definitely have to agree mm. on that approachability point. Mm. Um, already having worked here, I knew that that partners weren't these sort of deities that you could only bow down yeah. to and you couldn't look them in the eyes when you spoke <laughs> to them. Um <laughs> Uh, but at the, at the same at the same at the same time, it can be very daunting meeting yep. these leaders in 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 practice. Um, but I, I think as well, one thing that surprised me was that mm. a lot of people who are interviewed who interviewed me um, and and who I just met at cocktail functions, uh, they really didn't see it as a clerkship process. No. They saw it as just a, a genuine way, I think, for us to explore a lot more yeah. about ourselves. It's funny after being at university for five years and particularly in the law school, sort of mm -hmm. just having your head down and just concentrating on getting good marks and then after four years sort of looking at your CV and having to talk about things that you've done over those past four years and so little of the conversations that I had fo were focused around marks. They were mainly around, oh, wow, uh, can you please contribute to our ski team? We haven't won that in a while. Um, or, you know, asking. <laughs> there you go. Know. Okay, yeah, I mean, maybe awareness is one of their problems. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they just they really wanted to know what, I was interested mm, in yep. um, beyond what I really wanted to do because I think you've got to understand who you are and, and what you stand for before you can necessarily say that, that you full-on want to be a commercial lawyer. Uh, and I think they were um, drilled or in, in, in trying to find that answer as to, mm. as to who I was and what my approach was yep. um, rather than... Uh, yes, I definitely want to be working on the Royal Commission. <laughs> <laughs> so then how did you find the interview? So you found it sort of a bit straightforward or, you know, a good opportunity to talk about yourself. It was pretty casual. Very casual, very casual. And they, I think they prefaced the the interviews by, by saying, you know, this isn't going to be a, a sort of panel interrogation of you and what you've done for an hour. It's going to be us just finding out about you. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, these are seriously important and highly paid people taking an hour out of their day to, to talk to potential clerks. And mm -hmm. so they don't want to, I guess, make that hour too arduous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they're very happy to, to let the conversation flow and hopefully learn something. Yeah. Absolutely. From a measly uni student. <laughs> no, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I guess having interviewed with a couple of firms, they all seem to preface their interviews as being a conversational chat and would often turn into a bunch of behavioural questions. Um, so I was quite ready to come into Alan's and answer a heap of behavioural questions and leave with a massive headache. But I was so surprised that it was just an absolute chat and I came away feeling like I'd just had coffee with two amazing people Um and just discussed a variety of topics and not necessarily related to law, just in, um, interests outside of that. And Maybe that was just really enjoyable. Certain it's uni good. subjects that you've yeah. taken that you might want to talk about because they oh, sound really interesting. Maybe. I had one particular question that was also a surprise in my interview was uh, um, one of the partners scrolled down my transcript and picked out a subject and I was like, uh-oh, this is probably going to be my worst mark. Here we go. Prepare an answer quickly. 
Oh, so I see you studied Australia in the wine world. So do you want to <laughs> talk to that a bit? Um, sure, absolutely. A bit of a passion. Um, yeah, so that was quite a surprise and I think they were probably also surprised how much I enjoyed talking about that topic. But anyway. <laughs> so, to be honest, it's probably a great idea. Oh, let me walk into an interview and talk to you about wine. <laughs> I- is that ever a loser? <laughs> Some I brought with me. Yeah. yeah, it's ten o'clock in the morning, but you know, can't do it without the actual experience. VM <laughs> somewhere. But so, what Absolutely. does that subject actually entail? What- yeah, so it was you could either do it remotely, um, so at like one of Melbourne University's um, external campuses, or you could do it at um, actual university, which I happen to do. Um, and it really entailed tasting wine at about 10 a.m. in the morning. Um, often the dream. Yeah. <laughs> you are living it. Bit of snobbery talking about notes of blackberry and toasted marshmallows, but it was really the best subject, definitely in my undergrad anyway. <laughs> Probably really set you up to impress people at like Christmas lunches oh, as well. But you've still got to keep a little bit, you know, understated and pretend you're a student because you don't want to come off as an absolute wine snob either. So yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it's true. There is a real risk. Hey, <laughs> you're a bit snob. in a good way because I don't know anything about yeah, wine. So when we go out, I rely on you. Trying to dig her. yourself out of that hole. I am. <laughs> I just said I rely on you, and you gloss right over it. Okay, well, thank you. I'm not really sure how to take that, so I'm going <laughs> to move us on. <laughs> You've now been at the firm for not that long, but long enough to have a sense. Please, will you tell us about your first impressions? What do you think so far about the couple of days you've had, the work you've been given? I think I was I was really humbled by the fact that over the past few weeks, lawyers, associates, senior associates, partners had all sort of uh, put some work aside for us and mm. it's all the really interesting work. I sort of came in... Um, thinking that, oh, yeah, no, fair enough, you know, we need to be put through our paces, a lot of doc review, that's that's just the nature of being at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Um, and yet they have reserved all of these really interesting research tasks for us um, mm. and given themselves all of the stitch-up jobs. That- well, so far, don't speak too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd say probably just reinforcing what we realised going through the clerkship process was just how everyone is really eager to help you out um, and answer any of your questions and super friendly. Um, but then we've also had a little bit of exposure now to the non-siloed approach um, at Allen's and just being able to receive work from everyone and that just means a lot of lawyers are a little bit specialised in their areas so you do get quite a varied, uh, quite a variety of work Um and often covering different topics, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. People actually do get so excited for uh, the clerkship I season. I love it. Yeah, it's so yeah. much fun. It's Everyone's fun. energetic, and you're kind of on the wind down into Christmas. Yeah, there's a lot of social stuff already. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. there really is a lot of like, oh, this would be such a good task to give a summer clerk. Like, yeah. I'll just t- put that away for a little bit and see how it goes. Yeah. So hopefully you continue to enjoy all the work that you get given that's been Definitely. tucked away because. The idea is that you'll enjoy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, you know what? If you don't, that's good. This is a testing time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can learn, think, okay, in future I want to steer clear. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, probably need to start wrapping it up. But before we go, last piece of advice. Could you tell us if there is something that you might have done differently during the clerkship process or any advice that you have to give to people who are embarking on that process in the future? Hmm. I mean, my personal advice would have been to probably keep up my university um, 
commitments as I went along with the clerkship process because uh, <laughs> I got a little bit carried away with it. Attending class. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit difficult coming from Victoria. I like to justify it on that basis. I mean, that's actually yeah. fair enough if you're not physically there. <laughs> to be frank, attending class wasn't something I stopped doing just because of the clerkship process. When I was going through uni, I'd already stopped well before then. <laughs> but that was more personal anyway. Um, my advice would just be, oh, it's probably going to make all your listeners cringe and never listen to you guys again. So I'm sorry about <laughs> this, but I think just being yourself is really, really important. And it comes across in interviews and just even at the cocktail events, anyone can tell whether you're trying to suck up to someone or you are just genuinely open and eager to hear about their individual stories. Um, but also to go into it and just believe in yourself. And I think if you go in with it to the mind with the mindset that you'll do the best that you can do, then when you walk away from any of those recruitment events, then you won't ever feel disappointed and you can literally just relax and go for the ride, as cliched as that does sound. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I feel like once you live it though, then you really are like, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. This is this is said all the time because it's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I think certainly along a similar line uh, to Georgie regarding university, I think it, it could be a double-edged sword. Um, I certainly didn't think ahead and, and download any subjects or do winter school in preparation mm. or pick an elective. Um, and I, I certainly gave myself a hard task um, when it came to exam time in November in just coping with a full load after sort of oh. giving up uni for two months during the clerkship process. <laughs> Lovely 100% exams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> my favourite. Um, but at the same time, I think don't don't necessarily change your life around the clerkship process yeah. um, because I think as we've we've sort of emphasised, it's it really is it's not the be-all and end-all. Mm. It's a good opportunity to get your foot in the door yep. uh, into the commercial law world, but um, I think if you overthink or yep. or overstress it or put it on too much of a pedestal, then then that's when yes. uh, I think you can go awry because then you put too much pressure on yourself. And we know what for anyone who's had to plough through Hamlet at high school, we sort of know what the dangers <laughs> of overthinking things are. Good analogy. Um, <laughs> the possibly the most highbrow way you could have explained that. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I, another way to potentially look at it is uh, <laughs> there's a great Italian idiom that they use in the mountains. Uh-oh. <laughs> Much less I was worried about everyone cringing. <laughs> I, I feel like, please tell me that the rest of that story is, I learned it when I was skiing there. <laughs> no comment. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, I'll, I'll tell it. It'll most likely be edited out, but... Um, <laughs> It goes along the lines of uh, la capra e magra, ma il caprone puzza sempre, which translates to the goat is skinny, but the ram still stinks. Um, <laughs> I now understand. <laughs> um, so when, you know, you're flat out and things aren't uh, going terribly well and yeah. you're, you're feeling a little bit skinny on life and you're overstretched, the ram will always still stink. Things will still go on <laughs> and... Um, I don't suggest stinking yourself. I think keep up showers no matter how stressed you are. But um, I'd be I think su- never... I'd be, I'd be surprised if this makes it through the editing process. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. 
Don't overthink it. Don't you look, you learn something new every every day and what I learned was some Italian I've immediately forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both so much for joining us today. I think it's really great to hear about your experience and certainly from our perspective, we're really happy that you had a good experience with Alan's and that you chose to came here, to came here, to come here. So See, standards are low. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast, certainly. <laughs> Not in the broader firm. Um, but it, it's been wonderful chatting to you guys and we really hope that you enjoy the rest of your time here and, you know, always feel free to reach out to us and the other lawyers and, you know, enjoy. Yeah, we're delighted you've joined us. Well, thanks so much for having us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so it's not just my mum.